three, two, one. Hi, everybody. Hello. We're back. Oh, is it oh too you loud? got headphones on. It was peaking. Yeah. Oops. All right. It's all good. <laughs> the recording will be ruined by Garrett Schwackhauser. <laughs> I'm Justin Zagri. I'm the writer director of The Great Wizarding War and uh, co writer. Because Garrett is a co-writer. That's right. I'm Garrett Schwackhauser. I'm the co-writer of The Wizarding War and most of the problems going on in Justin's headphones at the moment. <laughs> Welcome back to The Wizarding War. Talks back. Wow. Apparently we're a 90s uh, action uh, thriller now. Well, yeah, better than 80s. We were 80s like last year and now yeah. we're into the 90s. Yeah. So this is so good. The next one is 2000s, which yes. is too vague to understand. <laughs> it's um, called The Ots, Justin. Don't you read newspaper... <laughs> <laughs> we only we, we usually only have one guest, but because episode four took so long to get done, we thought we'd uh, double it up a little bit. Bam, 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 Two bam. for the price of pew, one. Pew, pew. <laughs> Who do we so, got? We have Shannon. Oh, hello. <gasps> Shannon played. Uh, who did you play? I played Minetta Radford. <laughs> yes. yes. I right. forgot who you played for some reason. It's <laughs> like I couldn't remember. Oh, that's all right, dear. No, don't worry. Have a cookie. Have some tea. Wow, you're so nice. Your voice sounds so hauntingly familiar. Oh, you know, just one of those voices. Was I supposed to be doing something? Obliviate. Um, uh, and we have uh, Mr. Jordan King himself. Hello, yes. And he is the only actual wizard <laughs> in oh, the Great no Wizard War. It's why, why? very true. Because you are the sound designer. Yes, yes I am. Can you give us a quick breakdown of what a sound designer's job is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Alex gets all this praise for all of his pretty music, mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. very pretty, Alex. Yeah. But what does a sound designer do? What makes your job as important as I know it is? Yeah, I mean, sound design can be a multitude of things, um, and it's a lot like wearing a lot of different hats. Um, but, you know, the main thing is that you're... Oh, yeah, right. I'll tell, right. <laughs> Just like that, right? Oh, that hat looks good That actually you. looks much better on you. You get a habit now. That's hat yeah. law. Exactly. Uh, right, now. You turn it sideways. Um, but you, um, basically as a sound designer, you, uh, put together all the sounds, um, to create the soundscape and especially in a radio play like this situation, um, everything is all audio, right? You know? So what happens is Justin will edit together all the dialogue and stuff like that. That creates the story. But then if you only have dialogue, you can't really, you know, hear any, uh, actions or things that are going on that you can make up in your head and like radio plays you know they came around back in the 50s when they were actual radio plays mm -hmm. and they had actors on stage and what they do is they would um have little sound device thingies like big shoes that we, they would you know fake clomp around and it would create this soundscape some really good remember, vocabulary yeah. from the sound engineer yeah. i don't yeah. remember I, some, uh, I, I don't remember in the radio plays in the 50s the sound car accident on stage <laughs> i don't remember what little piece they used if they brought in like a 1942 right, and just, just had a, drove it <laughs> off in, in the, the front row studio. yeah and they were like oh my god yeah. man. you know because i feel yeah. like your your sound engineering is like much far beyond. Yeah. yeah i i'm actually crashing cars i don't know if you yeah, know this i'm I, yeah that's how i'm making if they do the radio play live then warning to everybody in the first two front rows you might get hit by shrapnel jordan will be yeah. crashing be very aware everybody gets a head uh you know helmet so yeah. well, i think it's i think it's a, i'm so glad to have both of you guys on because one i mean i love the character that you've created for monetta radford and bringing this like everyday mm. 
British feeling to the wizarding world, which is so fantastical. And yet there she is, like having a day in the office. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, just an everyday it's for my her. It's favorite. Great. Totally. I and know. I, you know, I just the sound engineering from you, Jordan, is literally constructing the world in our heads and making it make sense for us as we listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's you know, both of you guys are doing such an a fantastic job. So, Thank question you. for you, Jordan. Uh, yeah. When it comes to uh, this, uh, doing the radio play mm-hmm. uh, and figuring out the sound, right. what's the big difference between figuring out sound for no video versus figuring out laying down sound for picture in front of you? Yeah, I mean, this is huge, and and this so this is the first radio play that I've kind of been a part of, and so. What's great about video, I'm a very literal person when I watch a video and have to do sound design for it because you get to see, you're like, oh, there's a clanging pipe that hits something. It's like, yeah. oh, I know what that's going to sound like. You sound like. designed yeah. on Sever Save and the Marauders. Yeah, exactly. I was, yeah, I I was stuck in stuff. your closet yelling <laughs> no, in pain. <laughs> and I go, yeah, we need more pain, actually. You're like, this yeah. isn't enough. <laughs> but with, I was um, beaten in that closet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I was talking about that. Okay, sorry. Um... But with radio play, you know, you don't have any visuals. So all of it really was in my head. And this is where Justin helped a lot, too. Is I, you know, I asked Justin, I was like, more notes, more, you know, give yeah, me We, we kind of got a formula now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was great because, you know, Justin gives great direction and, and, you know, will tell the story of what's happening. And then it, through my own lens, I'll see that in my head. And I'll still use, like, visual, like, I'll think about it. Like, all right, so then the werewolf's going to come in from here, and they got to hit the wall and break through the glass. And, and then in those situations, you know, that's when I kind of make the movie in my head. Mm-hmm. And as I'm going along, create the sound design. So I'll just put that in there, listen to it, close my eyes, and like, oh, okay, that'll work. And mm-hmm. Moving things to different places, but yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I think yeah. that's my favorite thing about it is how realistic it makes it. Mm. Like when the when the police siren goes off in the car, mm. and they and you hear them tur- cranking the wheel mm. and yeah. turning and like. Yeah. It just comes right into your brain. Like and the police, sitting in the, the, cab. the sound of the police siren was from inside the car, mm-hmm. so yeah. it had a little bit of a muffle. Yeah, exactly. Just, I was just like, "Why is it so? Mu- oh, because we're inside." Mm-hmm. Oh my god! You have to think. <laughs> I was thinking about a lot of that stuff. I mean, like situational. What I love about radio play is because you know you, you really get inside of like where is the listener? You know, mm. I pretend that the listener is the camera. You know, if you're looking yeah. at visual uh, uh-huh. stuff, you know. So we're gonna have fun with that in a future episode. Yes. I know. That the geography oh, of one of the future yes. episodes is insane. Oh, so we have to figure out some sort of sound cue to make it work. Yeah, 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 yeah it's exactly. It's going to be literally... It's a lot of tricks. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. yeah. I think something else that really stuck out to me was that when when uh, Remus is on top of the car as a werewolf mm-hmm. and you right, hear this attack and the mm-hmm. crunches, and yeah. it's not just the sound, really. You start to feel this like claustrophobic mm-hmm. feeling, like you're right sitting right behind mm-hmm. the glass, yeah. like, oh, you know... Yeah, it's really like the emotional, visceral response to that. It mm-hmm. was shocking when I first heard it, and I yeah. thought it was so cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It, yeah, it's fun. It's just uh, with that, you know, it's honestly those are like kind of the easiest parts to do. Really, because it's just smash bang. Like that stuff will get you. You know, especially going from low level stuff. There, that's why in that uh, scene, like he gets like three, four big swipes, but in between those swipes. It gets very quiet, hmm. and then it goes big, and that immediately triggers your like um, 
flight or flight like response because you get like scared you're like yeah. oh loud noise ah oh, i should be running away you oh know? my god yeah so that's so manipulative and, oh that. yeah that's what stories are they're just big manipulations yeah yeah <laughs> so what would you say is probably the most difficult part of sound designing mm-hmm. Like, oh. what, like the most difficult scene you've sound designed for us so far. The werewolf scene. <laughs> yeah, I want to go into wow. the details of that more yeah, in, in, right. in a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, totally. yeah, for sure. But I wanted to talk about your character. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I didn't really give you. I didn't really give you any direction on how this character should sound. Mm-hmm. I just kind of gave you an idea of her attitude in life. Yeah. Um, and not only has you played her in episode four, which is where she's formally introduced, but now we understand who the person interrogating is. Right. Yeah. So, um, in case anybody didn't catch that, right. you know, spoilers. <laughs> um, so, my, so you, you came up with a very particular accent and motif and like attitude for this person where talk about how you came up with her. It kind of thinking of what, you know, what you would be like in the day to day of just, you know, this is your job. This is what you do. So you get normalized to it. You know, maybe in her first few weeks of training when she was super young, it was like, wow, what is this? And everything shocked her. But now it's just another day in the office and she's just this go getter of a woman. And, you know, she just knows what she's doing clearly. And from the way you wrote her, she, she kind of leads the band, you know? So Mm -hmm. she's, yeah, that's her job. She's in charge of that particular, um, incident right and i thought it would be fun because like uh my thought process was this kind of stuff during the wizarding wars probably happened all the time Mm -hmm. so there's probably a department that takes care of these issues at the moment they come up right um and first responders Mm -hmm. first responders exactly so you have people uh actually um a uh what's really fun is um when i first came up with the uh the scene uh initially uh the the scene called for a large obliviation and mm. i was like well i gotta do it like several blocks wide like right. men in black and, style yeah yes. and i was like how do i do that so i came up with a spell called obliviate omni mm. which means the spell goes in all directions mm. um that. and then fantastic beast came out uh, yep. and um <laughs> and they had all of New York get obliviated by swooping evil venom through distribution of rainwater. Right. And I was like, I'm going to do that. I'm gonna do, I'm just, we have been saved so many times <laughs> yes. when we're stuck. Yes. And it's like, then this happens or like on Pottermore or this is in right. Fantastic yeah. Beasts. We're like, oh, thank God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was a really fun thing to figure out. But what I loved about how you did it is not only like, is it day to day for you, but like, it's really enjoyable. Like it's really fun. Yeah. She clearly enjoys herself. It was cool. Just, and and obviously I wanted to have the contrast to the rest of the scene. You know, there's so much chaos. Yeah. She is so it's fun to have that where she's just like, Oh, it's just another day in the office, darling. Well, that's yes. I mean, I, w- I want to applaud your performance because that is very smart to do. Like, I Thank some you. people would see that scene where it's like there's a giant werewolf attack and a dog attack, and all this crazy stuff happens, and right. they would come in and their character would be very like, Okay, they're we got to deal with all this stuff, I'm really right. stressed out. And you come in and you're just like a cool breeze, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're yeah, like, We're perfect. doing this, you do that, and it's just is a great contrast and, yeah. and the cooler the talk scene. too like mm-hmm. that yeah. I, you know yeah. how she's just you know they're just shooting the shreisa bleep word you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh i didn't curse the first time this right one. well they said, she said like we have only a certain amount of time to get everything prepared so i mm-hmm. needed right. a practical 
I need a, pra- a moment of practicality where she, we we hear everything getting uh, fixed from the damage that mm-hmm. was done because yeah. you can't just obliviate them. They're going to be like, how did this happen? Right. Uh, and I that? thought like coming up with a story Men in Black style was too much. Mm-hmm. So I was just, and I know they can repair things yeah. really yeah. quickly. Oh yeah, very quickly. So I was just like, if they repair things and they obliviate them and they're out, out for the count, I'm like, well, then just talk to each other. Yeah, Because exactly. right, it doesn't what take that long, do? right? You yeah. know, it's one repair spell and then... yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So all the background just like coming back together. Yeah. yeah. And and the voice of the mumbling just su- or the the kind of like the dumb pan, yeah. you know, uh, just the uh, uh, exactly. Really, you know, surprisingly they got that in one take. <laughs> you he, know. He was and then they just, passed out. Those two have lungs of Superman. <laughs> it was insane. It was nuts. I uh I also want to ask you about your character development because we haven't given you the whole script yet. Right. So you're not quite oh. sure where everything is going for any of the interrogations or for anything. Right, just kind of... So You're assuming we know. Yeah. <laughs> Which we do. No, we do. We do. No, we do. Mostly. We have... So episode 9 is written. Episode 10 is like a strong outline. Episode 11 is a decent outline. And episode 12 is three, four sentences. Okay. And those three, four sentences are very good. Super yes. good. Yeah, killer. Super good. <laughs> they finished the story, so. Hey, every story ends with a sentence. Yeah. There it is. All in a napkin. Yeah. No, it... <laughs> It was, um, I, you know, it's kind of exciting. That was pretty profound, Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Sorry. Was Continue good. with it. Actually, <laughs> thank you for participating. Come in, Gary. Come in a little bit. I'm sorry. Need, I want to be able to see you. people. All right. I'll just look up this. Want the people What's to see like? you. Oh, this will be my eyeline for you guys. <laughs> so. <laughs> Tell me, how are you today? Are you able to scoot in a little bit? I mean, kind of. Yeah, well, you don't have to scoot in this way. You scoot in this toward me. Always directing Justin. Well, we're cutting you off in the camera. Come on. Yeah, that's better. That's much better. Get, join you. the group, okay? Excellent. So, yes, yes. <laughs> and now we can't see. Is that you. what you wanted? <laughs> oh, no, oh, I'm oh, sorry. God. Oh, you're breaking Cousin everything. Colin, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay. So, while, while you fix that, it's <sighs> it's kind of exciting, to be perfectly honest, only because it's her, if you think about, you know, this woman in the world, she doesn't know into the future, even if she is a wizard. She doesn't know. It's so, yeah. it's, I get to build the character very organically, which is a treat for an actor. Sure. You know? So, and, you know, obviously, you've given me those little emotional ties to mm. remember while I'm interrogating everyone. Yes. So, it's, it kind of fuels like the, you know, like the shortness that she gets or like the eagerness and kind of like the, the cutthroat nature of how, you know, you hear her in this episode and she's almost innocent. You know, mm-hmm. she's, she's very sweet and mm-hmm. she, this is her day to day, but then, you know, she, she goes through it. Yeah. Her interrogations like sound a little wars. different. Yeah. Sound, yeah, a little, they do. sound a little darker. Exactly. Yeah. So, oh, no spoilers. Oh, yes. No spoilers. Like, oh, great, oh, great job. Oh. I don't great, even know. Great job. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because you can only do so much. It's it's funny. Like we write this stuff. We sit for hours in like a Denny's or on Justin's couch, and we write and we rewrite and we argue and we write and we rewrite, and then we come up with this great idea. We're like, yes. And we go, how is Jordan going to make that sound and make that conversation make sense? If right. that's, unless we say yeah. everybody's name every time, yeah. or we write this character, yeah, and we're like, that's a great idea, but like. 
what how is it gonna sound when someone actually tries to say yeah it? well yeah. Re, re, const, rewriting is uh just as much like cementing the story as it is making sure that how i write it makes sense for a person who's not watching it yeah. but is yeah. listening to mm-hmm. it yeah so the the visuals that are on every youtube episode are just icing on the cake you do not need them mm-hmm. yeah. um so they're very good icing by the way oh yeah. they're amazing no. the <laughs> artists on here are, like, are, are oh so God, into yeah. it uh, and I just contacted them saying I have the ed- ed- the episode edited, so let's get started with the art. And mm. I just give them a list of what they'd like to do, and then they let me know what they want to do. <laughs> Love that. So they're all on board. I think I got five. So, yeah. That's so awesome. I just really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's amazing. Yeah. Just great job, artists. Woo-hoo. <laughs> this camera has no emotions, but for everybody inside of it, we appreciate you. Yes. Truly. Um, so let's get a little bit into the episode and kind of talk about uh, more of what was going on. Uh, and we'll kind of do chronologically. So this leads me into what I wanted to... In uh, the beginning. In the beginning. There was so this, there was this kid named there was Severus Snape. <laughs> um, so it opens up, and I, I, I wanted the, um, the werewolf attack to do two things. One, no transformations. We've seen that. Mm-hmm. Everyone expects that, mm-hmm. which means you don't do it. Um, and the other was, I wanted to be from Muggles' perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. God, I have to say the two Muggles in the beginning of the episode were very, very good. Yeah. Yeah, the conversation the was, the was natural. So the girl was the great. Best. The, she, guy was, she pulled a lot of the weight in that whole acting yeah. conversation. She did. She really did. She really did pull the weight. Yeah, the girl um, was great. The guy was... I don't know if yeah. we could ever rehire both of them yeah. at the same time. I don't know if yeah, there was like some onset chemistry that they had. That I thought it was kind of a screen test or an audio test, and it turned out really well. And I think those two will have a, a larger role in the future. You think so? I, I don't know. I, I feel like they worked really well together, and I, I think yeah, you know, uh, there's yeah. something about it. Really, they should yeah, be together. Yeah, They're a good power couple. They're a power, power, power couple. Yes, lots of power. <laughs> Garrett was no longer in Wizarding War Talks back for some reason. He disappeared. <laughs> um, so uh, we go. I, I want to talk, Jordan. I want you to tell me like your process figuring out this scene because yeah. I didn't just say wizarding fight. I didn't say it's like this is like you had to create figure out so much stuff from scratch. So mm-hmm. kind of go into like where you found some of these sounds, everything mm-hmm. from the dogs barking to the wolf mm-hmm. sounds, which didn't didn't all sound wolf, yeah. to mm-hmm. like the heavy galloping. I think that's my favorite part. Is that mm-hmm. wolf galloping. sounded was like it was galloping and it weighed yeah. a ton. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. So please, t- tell me yeah. about your process. Well, the galloping was fun. I mean, that, that, that was a sound I'd spent a lot of time on, actually, because I was going through my sound libraries and I just couldn't find the right big foot. So that's actually three footsteps all in one and then I, you would only get one at a time and so you know you kind of want to make the gallop you know you you, you kind of hear how like a, a dog goes it's like so i had to take all those and to not make it sound repetitive i had to change up each individual foot stomp because if you just had the same exact sample, it would just be like dot 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 dot. You wouldn't get right. any of that, you know, natural the feeling of feel of the different foots on different, wouldn't you know, pavement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that actually took a really long time to do because I had to do it manually each individual thing, and he's galloping for a long time. So, so now we have details <laughs> on why this episode took so long. Exactly. Everybody. Wow. Oh yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, that was a fun, you know, sound to create, but definitely very like as you know, yeah. that's a that was a hard part for sure. Just okay. you know, because uh, and you listen to it so many times, you're like, all right, does that even sound good? I got to take a break for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, so starting out with that, um, when I create sound design, uh, the best place to start is with the backgrounds and the um, actual foley. So, so backgrounds are essentially, um, and once you put start with the backgrounds, like it, it already feels much bigger because backgrounds are just you know. So say they're they're at a they're at a cafe, right, or, yep. or something like that. They're at a cafe. Yeah. Um, so I add sounds of background noise of what a cafe would sound like the, the atmosphere of a city outside the window, um, or, or, uh, people talking, you know, in the background. So you just add that as a bed, right? Start with that. Then you can have somewhere to go from there when you actually want to move the characters around. So, um, then it goes to footsteps and lots of, um, you know, Foley. So, you know, all the, all these noises, you know, <laughs> Um, and, uh, <laughs> every time I hear a shirt wrestle now, that's the picture in my oh, head. Oh, it's me. That's me just doing like this and like this and this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Your poor yeah. roommates. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's <laughs> they so love it. It's cool, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really, you just paint the world. Yeah. It's, yep. it's, it, you have to really, there's layers and layers and layers that you don't really think about, especially when you get a blank canvas. That's, mm. that's, I mean, the most daunting and it was as for blank anybody. as it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I knew this one would take a while. Yeah. 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 You were like, you were like, I was like the end of their first scene, and then it was like werewolf. Right. You know, for like a minute. Werewolf <laughs> like, fights. Okay. Yeah. Have fun, Jordan. <laughs> no, I, I, I remember saying, I remember in the email, like, take your time. Yeah. It's all right. Fun. I, I, remember, I appreciate is, that. This is what you like to do. Right. You love this. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then, um, so from there, you get more of a picture of where things are moving. And this is where Justin's direction comes in, in handy, especially with this scene, is because there was so much empty space that I was, you know, making the characters move and do everything that they need to do. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, having that direction, say, seeing, you know, he was like, all right, so then the werewolf blasts through the door and runs over to them, growls, you know, all that stuff. So it's, it makes it really literal for me, which helps a lot. So mm-hmm. and with that, it's just thinking it's like okay growl okay now i just got to go through my sound libraries and find what's the right sound you know so was there any character movement you found was the most in like enjoyable where you like attached to moving this imaginary person you created you're like couple of table six when they get up and run yeah like that's my favorite couple they're on a date Mm -hmm. you know it's their third (laughs) date have a backstory and everything oh yeah no uh but i did like the um uh when the werewolf uh uh, runs toward the couple and crashes through the window. Yeah. That was a kind of a fun one to think about because I had to try to pan the werewolf, um, you know, coming in at them and they were stage left um, and the window is kind of in the center. So I have them coming center and then uh, breaking through the glass. So that was a fun little move there. Cool. Uh, and yeah, the, yeah, he's referring. You're referring to how it would sound on headphones. Yes, it's exactly. stereo. Yes, yeah. yeah so that's if you listen all... to this in stereo, you'll, yeah. you'll you'll it'll feel much more dynamic. You really yeah, need to listen true. to stereo. Yeah, in a dark, <laughs> I do a if lot. If you're Jordan, of, listen in stereo in a dark room. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, with like three thousand dollar headphones. And then the microphone and me just going, <laughs> <laughs> looking exactly Crashing like cars that. into the first row. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Awesome. That's awesome. What was yeah. the, um what were some of the wolf sounds? Yeah, yeah. So um the werewolf uh was um actually uh a combination of the I have a monster sound library, so actually I got really lucky and uh I just was able to use they they had like werewolf sounds, but they were a little too thin 
So um, with a lot of the growls and the roars, there's one certain roar where, like, right before he swipes at the um, uh, the police car, uh, he that's like a lion roar with a bit of a bear, and then the the werewolf um, uh, little growl in there. So I love that the uh, monster library was too thin yeah. for the werewolf you wanted to create. Oh right? yeah, no, I don't want to wet my pants no, had, right now. He had he had depth. He yeah. had he had like weight to mm-hmm. yeah. his, to his sounding. I knew yeah. it wasn't just a wolf because mm-hmm. wolves have like a snarl that yeah. is very distinct it's, it's, and that was like there's more than just a wolf here, mm-hmm. which is great because it's a werewolf and you can just go nuts yeah 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 but i did take a lot from the sound design from the movies um especially with the howl the mm-hmm. howl i you definitely because like, i heard that one in um prisoner of azkaban mm-hmm. and uh you know when when we're in, peter gets away right oh, man I, every time I watch it, I'm like, come on, just get them, get them this time. It's gonna be, They're always going to be close. different this time. I know, it's going right? to be different. It's like watching Titanic. You yeah. always hope it won't sink. Jack, come you back. You always hope she'll never let go. They almost got the gauntlet off. They almost got it off. God damn it, Quill. Yeah, that's my favorite part of Titanic. Uh, um, but yeah, um, what were we talking about? <laughs> the, the werewolf sound. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, the werewolf sound. So that was that was uh, you know that was really fun to create. Um, uh, and then um, Sirius, um, I uh, actually used uh, fun fact. I used a Doberman. Um, yeah. There's a lot of dogs, and I was just going through them all, and then the Dobermans just felt right Sounded to me. Right. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. And the, you know, that was the only. I, I felt like I could have yeah. used some work because I have a Morky at home that has a very, <laughs> very distinct growl. Yeah, she's very each. You know, you don't realize. So it, I thought but... that she could have auditioned for it, but that's fine. <gasps> I have been great. I understand my place in yeah. the <laughs> sound engineering, and uh, but she did next time. Okay, next time. Yeah, right. Next time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> next time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. and, uh, were there yeah. any, were there any other little, little fun, little, uh, uh, Easter eggs or secrets that you had like to get certain sounds the way you wanted to go? Um, um, it was really fun, um, creating the, uh, situation in which, uh, I was able to go into the police car. Um, that one was really fun just because, uh, there's little layers there and you might not even really realize it but you when you go in the car you, you feel like you're in the car right. so, That's so absolutely with yeah. that um you know uh uh first of all making the move into the car um added some sound design effects of like going through a glass window um which actually i used the same one in um the first episode when they go through the window in uh, the in the and the minutes and the and the mangoes same mangoes that's right yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, she like you know yeah. goes through the window uh-huh. and so uh-huh. I use a similar you know same kind of bass sound on that right um and then when you get in the car um uh at first you know I I just had the 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 vehicle turn on and the lights you know and you hear that all from the inside of the car. Uh, and then I added, um, you might even notice this one, but there's a uh, radio chatter, mm-hmm. um, underneath it, yep. which, uh, you know, it's just like, oh yeah, like that's when it's you go into radio. a car, like, cause you're moving locations and you don't see it. It's like, you're going to get so confused if you don't have like that immediate, like, radio where chatter. are we, where yeah, are we, as much as you, can. you know? Right. So all oh. those little details really added up, but, um, yeah, it was, it was fun to kind of 
be like, oh, like, what is it missing? What is it missing? Oh, like that? Yeah. That, what, what do I hear inside a police car? Like, yeah, right. radio chatter. And uh, I hope you didn't have to do, like, method research on this. <laughs> yeah, right. Can you come arrest me for yeah. just, like, five minutes? I need a, yeah. I need, <laughs> just need a, I just want to ride around the block. <laughs> like, by the way, yeah, oh, my gosh. a badge. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Yeah, like, thank I, you. I was like, oh, I have to get him on the show. Like, He's yeah. got to talk about yeah. this. Yeah. I mean, you really are Dynamic. kind of an unsung hero because when you do your job well, nobody notices. Yeah. Like, no. this exactly. But I feel like the radio plays, you really engineer. notice. You need it. But, yeah. like, when it's there. This is different from picture. Picture, like, a sound to match it so no mm-hmm. one you don't notice i feel like you can get away with uh uh semi uh you can get away with issues in your picture on a movie mm-hmm. you know you can have little stuff that doesn't quite look right but if anything sounds not right yeah, it's, then you're, you're, you're taken oh, out yeah, yeah. you're taken oh, out but, yeah so like you do your job <laughs> in the movie no one notices yeah but this is different because you're just listening mm-hmm. yeah. your brain's focusing only on the sound so i think it's not like you do your job, Jordan, and no one notices. I think we're all noticing. <laughs> I feel like, does it give you okay, kind of to a it. realm to play in a little bit more? Because yeah. you don't have to watch something and be like, well, I you, gotta do that. You know, it's so funny that you mentioned that, though. It, it's it's actually a little bit of the op- just opposite just for me. Mm. Personally, I, I think, uh, you know, this is my first foray into the, the radio play. You know, I'm used to being able to see it, and I can again, just be very literal mm-hmm. and it helps my creative juices when I'm like, Oh, I see like, this is happening here. Like, yeah. you know, in this situation, I, that's, I had a lot of struggles actually getting through mm. because it's, it's, I'm just unsure. I'm like, I'm not seeing this. I have to make it up in my head, right. mm. but, um, it's a great exercise. I mean, I feel like I'm a lot better at it now, but you know, right. starting off this one with the blank, I was just like, all I got is Justin's, you know, direction. And <laughs> Justin's I'm just like, email. Yeah, I'm hey, like, go. So we all righty, <laughs> how do I do this? Right. Well, <laughs> thanks for taking up the challenge. No, you do, it was, you do a I really mean, good job. Yeah. It feels good, you know, when you... Episode 5 is going to be a little bit more chill. So yeah. You should be able to get through that one. <laughs> yeah, know, we're going right. into space in episode 7. Oh, so that would be an absence well, of sound. Easy. Marauders in space. So easy. Oh, wow. The original wow. idea. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, episode 5 is going to be a little bit more chill. And then in later episodes, we get... I don't think we'll ever get nearly as... Um, like from scratch crazy as that werewolf fight but the, we're going to get dynamic ever. we're going to get dynamic in different ways yeah. I can't so. wait for more wizarding fights yes and what, I have oh, a lot of spells oh, yes. I have a lot oh, of spells oh, oh, that will happen awesome <laughs> that's coming we did a lot of yelling random sounds <laughs> yep. uh, the last time we recorded so yes, the wizarding oh, yeah. fights are happening oh yep. that was so much fun yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's your favorite part of, of recording in the big studio space aside from obviously performing and doing a great job I, you know, it's funny on my resume, I have this special skill that I can bark like a dog. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. always one of those things where every casting director is like, you can bark like a dog. That's so funny. I'd love to see that one day. Next. Mm-hmm. But I actually got to like bark like a dog for like our background fully. And yeah. I was just like, man, no one's ever going to appreciate this. <laughs> it's great. And then, of course, we all just like ran in groups you know but it was i don't know it's just fun because you get to create your little imaginary world of why you're freaking out right now man if you want we can send you a clip of you barking like a dog so you can just play it for your casting director it's very good it's very 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 convincing yes it's so much fun i'm so weird yep (laughs) we're all weird perfect what are we doing i'm very normal thank Mm -hmm. you very much look at what we're doing we're weird um we're weird So, <laughs> so I'm like doing this. Like, the background. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Garrett, 
uh-huh. talk to me about the uh, about that uh, that wonderful scene that we had to hear mm. after yes. uh, James's parents getting the news. Oh. Tell me about tell me about how you got there, how you got to that point, because that was really impressive on the day. I had you scream a few times. You did. Mm. There was yes. there was not a it was not a one scream and done scream. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm primarily a comedy actor, so it was very difficult. Uh, I had a fart joke at the end that I was going to lay in, and I didn't. I just let it slip quietly away. James, uh, stop it! Was that a fart joke too? <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. I got it. Uh, no, in all seriousness, like I couldn't have done it without the my parents in that scene. They were the performances of both of the actors were fantastic, mm-hmm. and it was like yeah, you guys really dropped in. Yeah, I mean mm. they did a fantastic job. It was like. I almost had to do no work, if that makes any sense. Hmm. I mostly just had to listen to what they were telling me. Hmm. Yeah, and it brought just, out just the perfect thing. Just because I had Bo on one side and Francine on the other side, and they were both just looking at me. Yeah. and We did that a lot. Well, yeah, because in the... We, we, we placed the, ca- the actors next to each other. Yeah, because in the studio mm. space that we're so lucky to be working with, the sound booths they have are like these big panels and in the middle is a plexiglass sort of window that you can look through and and perform with the people in your scene and and uh, that was a lifesaver man because i'm i was very much dreading doing that when i got Mm. in on Mm. the day i was like oh this is gonna be a rough day it's interesting because you guys uh everybody uh with the exception of a few people are stage and camera actors yeah so like you're not used to like talking to each other without looking at each other and i noticed you guys would often insist like can i stand next to this guy because and you guys like turn your mic and look at each other and that's not necessary obviously but you do it because it helps your performance and i find that interesting yeah you know i think it's it's one of those things where you can do as much preparation work as you want but once the red light is on it's all about being right there and just experiencing as as it happens and so i just can't thank bo and francine enough for making me feel safe enough to to do that mm. and being vulnerable enough with me to do it uh cuz their their part it's that's not easy and i used that to get to where i was going and you know there's a lot of different acting techniques that you can use i um i used a lot of um as ifs and mm-hmm. emotional replacement yeah. With with them and my mm. own, my own family and things that I've been through and things that I fear I never have to go through and Yeah. That's always rough cuz it takes time to deal with afterwards. It costs you something. Sure. Mm. Um I had to go sit outside for a little bit after it was done, which just sounds so stupid and dramatic. <laughs> but it's the no, truth. But yeah. you're working out those that's chemicals. the way that actors get in good yeah. performances is I that mean, they have to dig into themselves and they have to use real emotions which yeah, like you said, yeah. creates those chemicals and it just draw it it drains you. Yeah, you can't drop that. I think I think the best piece of advice I was given is that creating a character isn't putting on a coat. It's mm. opening up your vest to show people what you're wearing. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it's not something you hide with. It's something you reveal with. Yeah. yeah. And Good the yeah. the truth is that I finished that scene and I didn't really care if it was good or if it was bad. I think I just finished it and was happy that the truth got out. Yeah. Mm. And the moment had happened and I feel like I honored the people in it that I was using and the moment and the story. Yeah. So, well, I cared if it was good or bad. Yeah. That's that's your job. Yeah. That's your job. And yeah. I think a lot of actors can get stuck. I can get stuck 
trying to direct myself mm. when right, I go, that's my is job. this good or yeah. bad? But it's yeah. not my job. At the and end I, of the day, I, it's not my job. Right. And I have worked with actors where they're just like, I don't feel like I'm giving you the performance. I'm like, well, then that's on me. Yeah. I need to figure out how to get you there. Yeah. Like, otherwise, it's like the, it's, this sounds harsh, but it's like, once you're cast, it's up to me to get to get get you where you need to be. Mm-hmm. If you can't, it's my fault because I shouldn't have cast you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Taking yes. the fall, but it's and I mean that, that happens all the time. Like mm. it, um, I do the best I can to cast the right people, um, but uh, very often I'll see very talented actors where I'm just like, you're not the right person for the part. Yeah, you're good, but you're not the right person, and that's where the real uh, game of trying to make a living in this town is is that i see so many talented people still struggle because they're just not in the right they're not the right peg for this hole yeah right. um and well, it's that, almost like they just can't take the story from out of your brain and into theirs mm-hmm. so that it yeah. internalizes almost that's true but also as a director i don't I've, i have to learn to let go of what i hear in my head or see in my head okay. and i have to let um I have to trust that the actor understands what the bigger story is for their character and for the story in general. Right. And very often I'll get better performances yeah. than I had in my head because I'm just like, they understand it in a way that they perform that is absolutely correct for the character. Yeah. Not what I heard in my head, but that's never going to happen. Right. Well, and like, that's just you casting or, it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Casting it well. Perfect is, perfect is a word I don't like to use. Perfect is a dangerous word in this industry. Um, but yeah, I mean, I knew you were going to do great at that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that. Um, but like my main thing with this moment for James uh, is, is I knew his parents passed away, but up until Pottermore talked about how. I wasn't sure how it was, what I was going to do as to how they were going to die. Mm. And I wasn't sure that was going to be part of the story until I heard how they died, which is dragon pox, which is a chronic disease that slowly kills you. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, perfect. It's thank mm. you, this is, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> yeah, thank you, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. That's why it's, it's kind of funny when people make comments about like... Uh, Severus Snape and the Marauders like why do you not like James I'm like I don't dislike mm-hmm. James it's not a personal bias this is the way he was written mm-hmm. yeah. like oh but there's like there's he gets better I'm like there's one person that says he gets better and I believe he gets better but there's no details mm-hmm. yeah. so all I'm doing is filling in details mm-hmm. and, there, and then I got another comment of this person who's like has a bias against James saying damn it you're making me like him mm-hmm. and I'm like it's a character arc people. <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's, it's like I, it's, it's not like or dislike I just see his purpose in the story that he had immaturities and maturities and this is story is about how those weaknesses of his are changed and fixed and how he grows mm. yeah. so um the uh revelation that the potters have dragon pox was to me it's perfect because mm-hmm. he has he has to deal with that fallout he has to come to terms with it mm-hmm. he has to make choices based on that and then we have to see how those choices build into him joining the order of the phoenix so when i heard that i was like that is it's perfect. It's exactly what James needs yeah. as far as character growth. Yeah, right. absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I think, uh, I think it's a very brave thing for you to have in this because it, it has a, it can be done so poorly mm-hmm. where it would come off as like this. We're just using it as this like character crowbar thing of like, they've got dragon pox. Mm-hmm. Now what are you going to do? Right. But yeah. I think right. the way that you, really well you put it in there is like, very realistic. Well, it also helped me uh, give a reason as to why they don't join the order yet. 
Mm. Um, I was just like, these guys need to like be further broken down. Yeah, they got their asses kicked, but they can just get back up and be like, hunk, gung-ho, whatever. I'm like, no, 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 no. They're going to have emotional issues over being beaten by their rival. They're going to have emotional issues about dealing with each other, about Peter's betrayal, about about James's revelation, about uh, Remus turning to a werewolf. I'm like, these are all things that help separate them. So their, their eventual uh, reunification, spoilers, um, <laughs> the Marauders uh, get back together. Yeah. Crazy. What? Um, That's not the story I'm writing. But it becomes more satisfying. Yeah, you, you root for them. You're like, I want them to come back together, and they will. We get to see how. Mm-hmm. But uh, James's revelation with his parents, as well as all the other characters' issues, are reasons for them to stay separated and then come back together later, so we can have a longer series. Well, I also love about that moment. You know, it it also comes where they even talk about Lily and how he was going to propose to her. Yeah, that uh, all of the everything together. Butthead makes it. You gave it away in one of the talks backs. Uh oh, uh oh. -oh. I had to play it off. I had to play it off like it was an idea. Uh It was was a character motivation. Right. Uh, Listen. You're telling me I say things that I shouldn't say. <laughs> we need to talk about it beforehand. Yeah. I mean, I, I did. Well, but it's such like a... Okay. Anakin becomes Darth Vader. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. I know. You know but I, I, mean? like, I wanted Snape it kills to... kills Dumbledore. Right. I, this wasn't even... This was in a panel. I remember this moment. This oh, really? was in a panel because they asked me, how did you build this character? And I was like, well, here's all the things that I'd be dealing with. And I was like, I w- imagine yeah. that after school, someone who thinks he has his head screwed on so straight right. is going to propose to this woman he wants to marry. Right. But he doesn't because he gets his ass kicked on the day right. he's going to propose to his future wife, which right. makes the stakes so much higher. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's so, so lifelike. Everything bad always, like everything just happens all at once. You know, if like you'll get fired from your job and then pop a tire as you're driving yeah. away, you know, right. it's like yeah. Yeah. Murphy's Law. Very, oh. So it. It, was, it was perfect. And the hurricane in it. Oh my God. <laughs> Like the glass breaking and swirling and even in the background when you can hear it like tinking itself back yeah. together. It's so beautifully crafted. James is powerful, man. Yeah. yeah. Uncontrolled there, but that's like raw magical anger there. Right. That's what I loved about it. It's like that part of the Harry Potter universe, you know, that like yeah. young kids can do crazy things mm-hmm. and anger and like emotions can fuel your magic like i think that's fantastic yeah. i feel like that's getting more explored now in like mm. fantastic beasts and everything yeah. of how because not kids aren't credence. the only people who get angry right yeah, yeah with know. credence yeah so i think yeah. that's really cool and and just a part that you don't get to read because i mean the harry potter books are kid, books about like young adults going yeah. to school and growing yeah. up Right. So you and don't other deal than with blowing up your aunt into right. a giant balloon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's like, another emotional, like, yeah. holy crap thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, like one of the things I loved uh, is that even as babies, they can they have magical abilities. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. when Neville was oh when Neville was accountably thrown out of a he window, he bounced. bounced. <laughs> when, oh, when, Harry, wow. when Harry's hair was cut terribly, it regrew back. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh, I forgot. But then, about as that. you get older, your magic matures as well. Yeah. Yes. And yes. you can create hurricanes in your house or giant wraiths that will kill people. Yeah, yeah. the original um, inspiration for that was uh, whenever Ron was stressed out, he would it would snow around him. And I was just like, what if like oh, yeah. it was taken to the extreme? Yeah. And he like and just some 
someone loses it. And I was, that's where the weather came yeah. in. Cause mm-hmm. like wow. there was a moment in the Deathly Hallows where Voldemort just explodes with magic after he watches Bellatrix get killed. Oh. Um, and I was like, yeah, I want that, but I need it to be like something like not just a big, like boom. And then their house is blown up. <laughs> <laughs> that's how their house got blown up. <laughs> right. The Potters didn't die for yeah. billion bucks. Yeah. James blew them up. Oh right. boy. That'd be a whole um, other story. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the, that's the Ariana story. That's the Ariana Dumbledore yeah, story. Right. That's, exactly. That's what happened there. Yeah. But um, no, I just, that, that that was the original idea. Is that uh, uh, I wanted it to be weather on an ex- mm. on an extreme scale. Well, yeah. I appreciated the sound engineering on that because it listening to it, I, I hoped that because it, it goes from very quiet to very loud. Mm-hmm. You know, just and on camera it would look much more yeah, like you have an arc. groan. Yeah. And I really appreciated kind of how you did that with the subtle winds in the background yeah. you yeah. really conveyed what my face was doing without me having to be there doing it <laughs> i right. saw it in so my head that was, thank you for doing that yeah yeah i mean that was a lot with justin too because we went back and forth a couple times on that actually and i had sometime actually the first iteration of it it was a lot less it was a little more dramatic of a of a zero to 100 and uh then you know justin came back with some notes and he was like we need this to like build more we need more like little wispy winds at the beginning to actually establish that like okay this is wind going not not Mm -hmm. just in right so it was originally more of an earthquake sound Mm -hmm. and uh and I was like, oh, yeah, right. It's wind. Yes, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. that was a credit where it's due. Mick, was, uh, Mick Ignis uh, gave me that note. Um, oh, good. Cause nice. Because I, I have a policy. I finish editing it. Um, I send it to you. Mm-hmm. And when I'm satisfied enough with the sound design, I send it to Garrett and Mick. And they mm-hmm. give me notes. Got it. Um, Love it. Because Garrett's co-writer and Mick is producer. And I want and I want their outside opinions. But I only do it once. Because if I go back and forth and back and forth, then it's not going to yeah. And then I yeah. argue about like small sounds. <laughs> right. And, like, and it's just I think necessary. we need a side story about yeah. just Dobby. <laughs> right. We need, yeah. It's just in the background. Way, you know, it's yeah. way too much stuff. <laughs> yeah. Which actually comes from TV. Um, they have a policy where it's uh, the editor gets a cut. Yeah, uh, the director gets a cut, and then the producers get a cut, mm-hmm. and then they have to they have to air it. Yes, yeah. they have to get it out. They only have yeah, like a it has week. To be finished. Yeah, yeah, they have to get it out in a certain period of time. Yeah. So, um, and let's see. Uh, I really loved that, and I remember we did a few takes uh, with Bo and uh, uh, Francine and you a- after the fact, mm. and they just have this kind of like laughing, crying. Oh, moment. I know. And oh. I just it, it got me in the feels every time yeah. I was editing it. And that was just just props to all three of you for just having a fantastic little moment. Yeah, it was a great. That's it was good. a great. Thank you. For, uh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Was great. I like that. One. It was it was tough to record, but so rewarding. Yeah, it's just the three of us hugged afterwards. And yeah, it was just like, oh, God, you yeah. guys. And they look like your parents. Too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and just the sound, like, oh, Francine breaks my heart every she time does. she talks. I, I know. Like, oh my god. And I love it's credit so to Alex voice. as well, like the hopeful tone That's, at the end. Yes. It's, just, it's like it's a song of clouds clearing after mm-hmm. a rainy day. Yeah. You know, it's just Good. like oh. no, that's a great description. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, Alex. You're welcome, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, you know, it's very hopeful and they really brought they really brought their heart and soul to it. All three of us did. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, you did. God, it was so fun to record and so exhausting, but yeah. it was so worth it. Yeah, that's what it's all about. 
And then we have the final uh, moment with uh, snoring Sirius, mm. um, right. <laughs> waking up and getting that letter. Um, I loved how the sound of the uh, of, of Remus's voice was engineered to sound like it was coming off the paper, mm-hmm. which was yeah. really fun. Yeah, another thing I stole, but you know. Yeah, hey, I mean, <laughs> I didn't come up with the as if. I promise yeah. you, <laughs> I steal as Just well. Just great artist steal, right? That's yeah. what you say. <laughs> well, you steal without getting noticed. Yeah. Oh, that's, well, that's what it was. I, uh, so, uh, I just get myself away. <laughs> Don't worry. Run away quick. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. Uh, I'm running away. I think it was Kanye West who said that. He said it's. Uh oh. You should have stolen that yeah. from great art, great, Not great, yeah. Yeah. great art. Great artist. Uh, great artist steal. Uh, the, the the way to the, the the best way to steal is to steal without getting noticed. Yeah. Um, he also said, uh, "Reach for the stars." So if you fall, you land in the clouds. Yeah. And. Didn't he also like wear Trump hats and all yeah. kinds? Of yeah, he's also insane. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. He also says something about dragon energy. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. Tap dancing on a fine line. <laughs> Genius it's and true. crazy. <laughs> Look, he makes no sense, but he makes dollars. Yeah. Boo. Wow. <laughs> Boo. Where's my mob? That was punny and I hated it. I hated it. Go to a penitentiary uh, for your punishment. Oh, oh, I haven't heard that one snap. ever. You wow. just got admitted, bro. Oh, to the penitentiary. Sign the papers. I'm taking that one home. God, this, is, <laughs> this is like season three of The Punisher right here. Hey, Where's that? Oh, damn. I know, right? He's probably just when he listens to this, he's like, "Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's Zach quits. That's they, the they day. could have done better. Yeah. They could have done so much could have better. Done better. I can't wait to have Zach on. It's gonna be a while until mm. we have Zach on. Are we having him on? Oh yeah. Oh, I thought we were just gonna. No, no. there's a, there's like an episode. <laughs> just he's just gone. Nice. There are a few fan fictions where Peter just doesn't exist, and I'm uh, just like, come on, really? Come on, guys. We don't like him, so he's not in it. I think Zach did a great. I love that we're now talking about Zach. Who's not here? Yeah, right. Yeah, but I think he did a great job making yeah. Peter likable. He's oh, got yeah. he's got pedigroupies. Yep. Pedigroupies. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. I almost said pedigroupies. Oh, you haven't heads, heard that one before, huh? No. Oh, that was, that no, was you a have. first for my ears. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I take full responsibility for everything. <laughs> no, I think I think that was Danny to. who came up with that. It was a reaction. Well, it probably was. It was a reaction video, and then Mick <laughs> says you you're probably gonna make the very first Peter Pettigrew fans, and she goes Pettigroupies. Oh yes. man. Yeah. That's oh, Danny. Unchained genius. <laughs> yes. What what death has your genius <laughs> wrought? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Death by pun. Hey, do you guys get stuff done on these talkbacks? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we, right, we yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Little, stuff we picks. punned for like six minutes, mm-hmm. but yeah. We're a very punny group. Yeah. Anything else? Blah. I was going to think of a pun, a table pun, but I was like, no, what? I guess I'm still building it. Yeah. I think we're pun here for the day. <laughs> the end of the episode ended so abruptly after the questions were done. Thanks for joining the great. Oh, the Sopranos. <laughs> that reference is old. Yeah. It is very old. Wow, is it really that it's old? It's old. Oh, I'm old. Yeah. Yes. Oh, One would say that you have control of the whole thing. Mm. 
I don't know if that was a good <laughs> mob <laughs> pun. I don't know how that. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. We hope you had fun. And uh, Jordan, I finished editing episode five. I'm going to get you started. Yeah! So you're not allowed to go home because you're editing episode I'm five literally here. Literally going That's right. here into yep. the computer. Wizarding yeah. War talks back. <laughs> Peace. Bye. Give us some foley. Give us some credits. Oh foley. yeah, here we go. I'll walk out. Here we go. Ready? I'm walking out. Bye, Jordan. Bye. That's the door. Closing. No, I got it. You're, <laughs> You're outside. And cut. <laughs>